Hi everybody, it's Kerry Tennyson. It's uh, Tuesday, the 4th of January in the year 2022. I'm here to tell you that I'm back doing the podcast. I'm going to try to do them once a week again. I haven't done one since May 20th of the year 2021. And because uh, we're going to have this workshop here in Castillon Fiorentino in May, May 12th through the 22nd. And so I have to let everybody know about that. And for those who aren't familiar with the Amherst Writers and Artists Workshop Method, I want to try to talk a little bit about that without going too much into my own personal thing. But before speaking of my own personal thing, I just want you to uh, let you know this. I'm basically okay. It's been a hell of a year. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm back. I don't know how many of you knew I had this sort of uh, journey to the hospital last year. And uh, there were... Oh, uh, anyway, uh, I'm back. I'm good. I'm feeling good. And I'm not in any mortal danger. Uh, and I'm just carrying on with what I do. And the one thing I took from it, which I'll be uh, uh, having a podcast on this new site. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, meditativestory.com. My old friend Chris Collin from Salon.com is, is working there. And he called me and asked me to do a a piece on that about a transformational moment and indeed um, uh, almost dying is a transformational moment so right now it's like every day is a good day every day I'm just being happy doing what I can to be happy um, so that's it for about me and then the other thing is we're planning to do a writer's workshop here in Castiglione, Fiorentino, Italy in um, May uh, 12th through the 22nd this year. And um, there's not much information on the website yet because I got to go and I got to put everything together, but it's going to happen. And so the rest of this podcast is going to be somewhat about the method, the writing, why we do what we do and how it works for those who have not experienced the artists and writers, the Amherst writers and artists method and so forth. <laughs> so what you should know now, and I like to put the news up front, you know, otherwise we call that burying the lead, which I'm known to do because I tend to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Um, so I took a two week vacation from the Sunday Amherst Writers and Artists online writing workshop and the Monday online finishing school workshop. And I'll be coming back to those this week. And I'll probably just go back to the same weekly schedule for the Sunday and Monday workshops. What I'm really interested in now is the uh, May 12th through the 22nd Amherst Writers and Artists workshop creative getaway here in Castillon Fiorentino. And so for those who don't know about the Pat Schneider's Artists and Writers Method, I'm going to try to talk a little bit about that. I'll just speak from the heart, as I have a few times before. And I, I my personality, I was twinned. I was combined with, on the one hand, a sort of deeply innocent, playful, childlike, creative spirit, and also a very fierce, creatical... <laughs> hey... I coined a new word, creatical. It's a creative, critical intelligence. The critical creative intelligence. Which means that 
I loved the deepest and most difficult and complex works of literature, and I was inclined toward academic work. But by the same token, I, I'm very childlike, and um, um, and and I'm not I'm not into the power politics of the academic institution, and I just I just and I'm very sensitive. Okay, I'm very sensitive to ridicule or, or critique or anything like that. Ridicule. I said ridicule. I made up another strange combination word. Ridicule and critical. Ridicule. Um, anyway, so it was a difficult thing to find a job in journalism where you really need a thick skin and also to walk around in the world as this sensitive creature that I am. And I had always looked down on writers' workshops because they, they didn't, frankly, they didn't seem professional. They didn't seem like really serious people doing serious literary work. And I, at the, on the other hand, you see, I was afraid of the dominant creative writing institutions like uh, Columbia and uh, Iowa. I think uh, secretly I was just afraid. I wanted to stay in the middle ranks. I didn't want to go where all the future literary stars were being uh, groomed. I didn't want the competition, I guess, to be quite frank. So, in a nutshell, I would say that to be a writer and a happy writer, it's usually required that one have both a childlike confidence in the joy of creating and also an eye toward what one likes and what doesn't like and, and, and how that works or how that's done. So that, like, you look at a thing and you go, God, I love that. How do you do that? And you learn by experimentation and by um, imitation. So let's just cut to the chase, okay? Here's what we do in the workshop. We get together in a circle, usually in a room somewhere, with no, no audience, just us. It's, it's private. It's uh, confidential. And the leader of the workshop gives us a prompt. might be, a phrase, might be a poem, might be language, might be tactile or visual, picture or something, might be anything, might be music, might be a sound. And then we write, each of us in the circle, in the room, writes for a period of time, maybe as short as five minutes, as long as half an hour. And then when we're done writing, the leader suggests we come to a pause and then we, whoever would like to read aloud, reads aloud. We go around in a circle and then, now here's the crucial part. Since this work is just newly born, it hasn't been critiqued or corrected or revised or thought through. It's um, in its newborn state. So we don't critique it. We don't suggest what's good about it or bad about it. We try to respond in what I would call a phenomenological way, just by noting what in the work we recall, what in the work sticks with us, what we see, um, uh, 
perhaps what we feel. But it's all phenomenological. It isn't uh, critical or constructive or destructive or analytical. And that's basically it. That's what we do. But the results over time are phenomenal, I have to say. Just based on my, what, 13, 14 years experience doing this and with some of the same people. Um, and so a person could talk forever about all the things that happen as a result of doing this workshop over time. But for me, I just got to say the number one thing is either discovery or rediscovery of the simple joy of writing and reading your work aloud. And, um, and, and because I guess there's the joy there, there's the motivation to do it, and there's the, the beauty of somebody discovering or unearthing or just expressing their, uh, what I would call, and I think what Pat Schneider called it too, the, the, the authentic voice. The beauty of this method is that it's not explicitly geared toward providing one with a route to phenomenal success in the publishing world. And I haven't seen personally a lot of that, but what I have seen is people reaching a kind of mastery of their own voice to the point that I really believe anybody in these workshops who's been doing it for a while could have any kind of literary success that they desire. It just seems that people attracted to this method, and perhaps particularly the way I do it, aren't for the whole that interested. But I've had some great writers and some very famous writers come through the workshop. Um, so I would say if you're someone who wants a uh, like a life as a writer, come and do this. And I say life as a writer because that includes people who will go on to have professional careers and some degree of fame, but also people who cherish the practice of writing in their own way with a group of people and receiving honest uh, positive responses. And that is spelled out in the book, Writing Alone and with Others, which if you haven't read it, or if you're intrigued by the title, I suggest you take a look at it, because it's, um, it's a really good book. And the method is uh, thoroughly explained in it, and the method is also, um, it's not like a franchisable thing. It's a method free to anyone to use. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And so as to the workshop coming up here in Castillon Fiorentino this May, um, I can say this. There are many people who have done this often and I consider friends and I'm hoping they'll come and one person has courageously already put down a deposit. So like I say, I don't have all the details on the website yet, but I'll get them up there and I'll figure out the price and we can talk about that because it's not uh, 
It's not like it used to be where I was really struggling to make a living in San Francisco and had to really use this as a commercial vehicle to survive. I'm doing it for the love of it, and I like uh, to get the costs reimbursed and so forth. So let me just say this. This is going to happen, and anyone who comes is, is going to love it. And that's it. Okay, I hope you can come. And, you know, I wouldn't lie to you, right? I mean, and COVID, hey, listen, if, if, if the COVID situation is, is terrible, well, of course, then we'll deal with it. But I'm planning on doing this. I'm planning on doing this, and it's been long enough. Yeah, it's been long enough. So come on out here. Enjoy Italy. Write to your heart's content. Get in touch with that beautiful inner voice, and uh, I'll see you here. Okay, ciao.